Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Great to be with you today. We've been talking about things that unite us, bring us together as a community. And one organization that has been doing that in a big way is our, our own Utah Jazz. And if you missed out uh, on the, uh, the Twitterverse, uh, the Jazz, of course, are awarding scholarships uh, for each of their victories, uh, which I believe is 52. And they started by giving away 30, 30 lucky students, got a call from uh, a Utah Jazz player this week, awarding them a full college scholarship. Think about that for a minute. And actually, I want to listen to that first, and then we're going to have uh, Frank Zhang, the chief communications officer for the Jazz, join us to break it down just a little bit. And so uh, let's listen to these are kids being informed uh, they are a recipient of the uh, Utah Jazz uh, Full College Scholarship. Yo, yo. Uh, <laughs> you kidding me, bro? Oh, my God. I'm glad you are excited because you should be. You deserve it. For each win this season, the Utah Jazz are providing a full scholarship to a student from an underrepresented group. That's four years of tuition, room and board, books, fees, everything. And after selecting the first 30 scholarship recipients, we had a few special guests help us share that life-changing news. I had to call and let you know, man, that you got the scholarship, you got the Utah Jazz Scholarship, and I wanted to be the first to congratulate you, man. And I wanted to congratulate you on being selected for the Utah Jazz Scholarship. Uh, those are some pretty happy kids. Uh, 30 in and uh, 52 total, I think, uh, that all plays out. And uh, Frank Zhang, uh, Chief Communications Officer for the Jazz, uh, thanks for joining us today. Just tell us some of the reactions, some of the things you've seen behind the scenes. Well, that certainly says it all, just to listen to that again. It was a cool moment, both for the recipients and the players. Uh, we set up these uh, FaceTime calls for them to break the news, and it was pure joy. It was disbelief, shock even, uh, but certainly uh, much happiness uh, when it was revealed that uh, these 30 students uh, would receive full scholarships for the next four years, a full cost of attendance to attend one of the six uh, state institutions here in the state of Utah. And even in this initial group, we, you know, we as we look at them, 100% of them met financial need standards, and 90% of this first cohort of students uh, are going to be first-generation college students when they mm-hmm. begin this fall. Oh, love that. That's great stuff. Uh, we could talk about that all day. And it, it's it, to me, it's been one of those defining uh, elements to the Utah Jazz over the years. Uh, many sports teams, you know, try to do some things in the community, but I don't know there's another 
organization, another sports organization that is so intentional about making sure this isn't just about a, a good athletic team, but it is about making a difference in the community? Well, there's always been a sense of doing good. And we use that phrase a lot in our organization. How can we help our community? Um, And we recognize both as a sport to basketball and certainly for the players that they have this platform, uh, that they're able to do a lot of things on behalf of uh, the community at large. Certainly we appreciate the tremendous support that we get from our fans. And and in a way, this is our way to to give back to them. And, you know, we have so many good partners that we can work with and, and, and do community programs. The NBA has an NBA cares program. Um, and so throughout the course of the season, there are a number of activities that uh, we participate in um, to try to give back. Yeah. Love that. And uh, uh, we're here. We are on the, uh, the eve of the eve, I guess, of uh, really getting the Utah jazz uh, 2021 playoff around rolling. We'll find out who the opponent will be. We'll come back to that in a second. Uh, but give us some perspective. Uh, you've, you've had a unique uh, perch from which to watch the past year and, and what a difference a year makes uh, from a game ending in Oklahoma uh, to the number one record in the league and uh, getting ready for a, a playoff run. What's, what's that journey been like for you as communications director? Well, March 11th was certainly a defining moment for sports and society. I think the one thing that's really come back to me is the, the trait of resiliency that has been demonstrated uh, by people in general, and, and sports have been certainly a part of, of that as well, and the, and the Jazz have been resilient. And I think that's translated into the 2021 season. The regular season has been remarkable with the best record in the NBA, the number one seed in the West, a home court advantage uh, uh, throughout the playoffs as well. So um, it's been – um, quite a journey to, 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 to say, and it continues on too. We are mindful of um, what's still happening in society at large, um, but we do look forward to welcoming back what will be our largest crowd of the year with more than 13,000 people coming to Sunday night's playoff game. Wonderful. That, uh, that will be a uniting moment uh, for the community to be sure. Uh, and just a, a moment, I uh, we were talking earlier this morning uh, just about some of the unique qualities that uh, this particular jazz team has that has some lessons for all of us. Uh, and one that just stands out to me is I just think it's so significant that on one team you can have two guys up for the sixth man of the year award uh, that says something about the mentality of the team, the players, the, the coach, and the community. Yeah, I think that is a hallmark of, of the of the jazz and teamwork. And, you know, I, I hate to say that we, we use this phrase, but, you know, there's a DNA that we look for in our players and our organization and whether that is giving back and doing good in the community to the types of people that they are and the teamwork that they display and commitment to each other, uh, loyalty. I mean, those are the kinds of descriptive words I, I think that go forward with us. But, um, you know, yeah, it's – it's the NBA announced last night. It's a finalist for a couple of their season-long awards, and we have two players that are going to that are of the three finalists for the Six Man of the Year. Coach Snyder's a finalist for the Coach of the Year award, and Rudy Gobert is a finalist for the Defensive Player of the Year award. But hey, the playoffs are are, are a new season, and to circle back to scholarships every win during the playoffs is going to add another scholarship. So awesome. we've only given out 
we've actually the, the count right now is 55. We've given out 30 scholarships, and it's counting through the remainder of the playoffs as well. So awesome. exciting times! Oh, that's great, and we hope that number gets really big all the way to the finals. And uh, although I'd take a sweep in the finals, you don't have to go seven games. Just give us those <laughs> those four extra victories there. Frank Zane, uh, Chief Communications Officer for the Jazz, thanks for helping us uh, break down that important stuff, especially these scholarships and the great impact on our community and on some first-generation college uh, students going in is just uh, fantastic. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. Again, that's uh, Frank Zane from the Utah Jazz and uh, just some great things. I love how intentional the Jazz are in terms of what they do in the community. And uh, now as we kind of pivot and and move to the playoffs, uh, it is uh, something that I hope continues to unite the community in unique ways and uh, it's always good to cheer for a winner we we know that uh, we've touted on this show many times that utah continues to be number one place to do business number one place for jobs number one place to to be an entrepreneur and start a new business great community great quality of life we're we're still number one in all of those things and i just think 2021 should be the year that we add to our list of number ones in utah a final number one, an NBA championship. So go Jazz this weekend. We'll continue to track that on KSL News Radio as we go through the weekend. Stay with us. A big hour number two coming up here on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. I'm Boyd Matheson. Stay with us. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.